Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about satisfaction. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we are talking about the focus of the Bible, or at least one of the main foci, and that is satisfaction. The command we read the most frequently in the Bible is that we need to be satisfied. Of course, we're told that in different ways. Don't be afraid, be joyful, give thanks, be content, don't worry, don't be anxious. But all of those boil down to one simple command, be satisfied. You know, when God repeats things, he does it for a reason and we need to pay attention. And there's something serious in this discussion of satisfaction. You know, most of the time when we think about joy or contentment or satisfaction, it's an involuntary thing. It's driven by our circumstances outside of our control. And the only way that we can be more joyful is by changing those circumstances. The Bible paints a far different picture though. You know, I was reading a book recently that really opened my eyes to what scripture says here. You know, God doesn't tell us we will be satisfied in the future or that we should stop being afraid and we should stop worrying and we should stop being anxious and be joyful and give thanks when we're in heaven. This isn't a promise for the future. It is a command for the present. That means when Jesus was on the cross, he was satisfied. When Stephen was stoned, he was content. When Paul was in prison, he was joyful. They weren't just looking forward to a future they could be satisfied in. They were satisfied in that moment despite their pain and suffering. Of course, if they had a choice to achieve the same thing without that torture, they would have taken it. But they were determined to be satisfied no matter what. That's the kind of satisfaction God promises and commands me to have. I can find real joy in him today, right now. I don't have to wait for it. And that is the good news of the Bible. It's not just a promise of eternal life with our perfect father, but it's a promise of satisfaction in this temporal life too. You know, too often we don't talk about our faith like that because when we say we are promising satisfaction now, we have to prove it. It's like they say fortune tellers, they don't play the lottery. As long as we are talking about the future, we have nothing to prove. The, the Bible can make all the promises in the world, but as long as they are all constrained to after we leave this world, then it's hard to test those promises. But when we talk about having satisfaction right now, that's something that other people can look at and see if that promise from scripture holds true. Are God's people truly satisfied? And that must have been one of the most convincing evidences for Christ in the early church. There, there were all these people from the, the heroes of, of our faith that we read about in the Bible to the thousands of others who we don't even know by name who were satisfied even as they were beaten and killed. They weren't just looking forward to a time when they could be joyful. They found joy then and there. And that must have been an incredible thing to witness, an incredible thing to see. You know, the question that we're faced with then is, can others look at us now and see that satisfaction, which could be one of the greatest evidences for our faith that we have? You know, that's why this is not just a promise for satisfaction. It's also a command. Joy 
is not some static thing that comes wrapped up with a bow. Our circumstances certainly won't always prompt it. And like all the other fruits of the Spirit, joy is something we have to grow into. We have to work at it. For instance, let's look at uh, the command to praise God, which I'm grouping into this category of being satisfied. Hebrews 13, 5, it says, Therefore, by him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And hundreds of other times, God's people are called to praise God. But what does that really mean? You know, just singing songs and praying prayers of praise isn't going to convince anyone that we are truly satisfied. And that's all we're doing. We aren't obeying God's command either. Isaiah 29 uh, in verse 13, it says, Inasmuch as these people draw near with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but have removed their hearts from me, and their fear toward me is taught by the commandment of men. You know, the writer of Hebrews says that giving praise is the fruit of our lips, and we should bear fruit in that way. But Isaiah says, if that's all we do, it's empty. God will see right through it, and so will most people. Our satisfaction isn't just us gritting our teeth and praising God even when it's hard to think of a reason that he's praiseworthy. That's not the satisfaction the Bible promises or commands. We aren't satisfied out of a sense of obligation. We should be satisfied because we learn to understand who we are, who God is, and how much he loves us. You know, I read the analogy that it's like when you're a kid and you have to thank your grandmother for knitting this ugly sweater for Christmas. You do it, but it's not because you want to. You aren't really thankful. You're just going through the motions because that's what you've been told to do. That is not real satisfaction. It's not real praise. It's not real thanksgiving. When we praise God, it should be because we realize he is worthy of that praise, not because we're obligated to praise him. When we thank him, it's because we recognize what he has offered us and that deserves thanks. Honor God, uh, honoring God with our lips is worthless if our hearts don't also hold that honor for him. And we can look at the other commands that are in this category of satisfaction as well and see that the same principle is at work. The Bible says, don't be afraid and not to be anxious. That doesn't mean stop having panic attacks and never show any physical signs of fear. It means learn why we don't have to be afraid anymore. As 1 Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your care upon him for he cares for you. It's not just going through the motions. It's learning to put our anxiety on God. We must be satisfied. That's a command. And it's something that may not always come naturally. But it's also something that we isn't something that we can just perform the motions and say we've fulfilled it. God doesn't want us just to say we are satisfied. He wants us to be satisfied. That's not always easy to do. It takes us rooting ourselves in the promises and the commands of God to understand why we don't have to be afraid and why our God is truly worthy of praise and why I don't have to worry about what I'll eat or drink or wear, as Jesus said. When we get that, we're promised that we can be satisfied through all circumstances. And that satisfaction can be one of the greatest evidences of our faith. Satisfaction is not something you have to wait for. It's not just a, a promise for the future. It's a command for today. So are you content? Have you found your joy in God? And if not, 
What are you waiting for? That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word. I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.